Hello, and welcome to Steeped in Mystery. I'm Amanda. And I'm Jenna. Welcome back. Oh my gosh, we're having a creepy tea party today. A doll tea party, dun, to dun, be dun. more specific. 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 Dun, dun, dun. So I'm talking about a very interesting doll today, but before I get into that, we are having a cup of radiant green tea from China. Radiant. It's not just your regular green tea. It's radiant. It's radiant green tea. Yeah. Nice. It, it radiates greenness. I like it. <laughs> and it's a little stormy outside, so it's a nice time for yeah, a cuppa. Uh, it's, it's been stormy. A lot of the places this way are having a lot of storms. and Oh, yeah. Weird. But it's definitely green. <laughs> yes. It is green, and it is green outside, so woo Okay. Hey. Good deal. Okay. So before I talk about Annabelle, <laughs> we need to talk about Ed and Lorraine Warren. Okay. Yeah. All right. So a lot of people know their names because of what people call the conjuring verse. So like the conjuring universe, which is fair because Correct. a lot of cases that Ed and Lorraine handled are reinterpreted in the, into those movies. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to kind of give us a little bit of history on them and some facts that I didn't know. And I was pretty into the Conjuring verse for a long time. Oh. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, let's see if you can surprise me. Yeah. So for 50 years, they were renowned for their expertise on spirits and demons and controlled some of the most serious cases of paranormal phenomenon in this country. Um, because of this... Uh, it kind of became know that if known that if there was literally no one who would listen to you and like no one bought your claims, no one could help you, mm-hmm. you go to Ed and Lorraine. It's oh. it's just what you did. It was it was who you gonna call? The Warrens. The Warrens. <laughs> not as not as you know uh, ringy as Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters. <laughs> for sure. Probably who a you gonna bit- call? Good. Warren demonologists. <laughs> Ghostbusters were a little full up because everyone knew their jingle, so... Yeah, oh, there you go. This was the secondary option. Okay. Yeah. So, Ed was a demonologist, and according to (laughs) library.sydney.edu.au... Nice. uh, Demonology is the science or doctrine concerned with the study of demons. It can comprise such features as classification of their hierarchy, of their powers and limitations, attributes, multiple names and der- der- derivations so like where it diverts oh and also has become to mean a branch of magic that deals with malevolent spirit so he was he was big into into demons knew pretty much everything about their hierarchy order and yeah okay um, and then Lorraine was what was known as a trance medium. And I actually didn't know exactly what a trance medium was. I knew a medium is someone who kind of communicates with spirits. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I knew she was that, but I didn't know the specifics of a trance medium. Um, according to, uh, psychicsstudies.com, a trance medium allows a spirit being to take control of the body, mind, and energy of the medium to a varying degree for the purpose of communication, spoken or written. This happens while their consciousness steps aside. It is the deepest level of mediumship. Okay. And apparently it has different levels, and Lorraine was like, could get to the highest level if she wanted. Wow. She didn't always access that and use it, but mm-hmm. so there's mental um mediumship which is like light trance and that's kind of like where someone is like in a room with a ghost and they're like okay i'm getting the vibe that and they're trying to communicate this and they kind of like pick up what they're putting down and speak it out loud Mm -hmm. um then there's medium trance which is channeled speaking or like automatic writing so so the ghost can use their mouth or their hand to communicate a message and then there is deep trance, which is basically a total takeover. Ooh, that so, one's kind of scary to me. Yeah, so it's basically like a possession with limitations. Okay. Because the medium is still present and blocking them from fully taking over, but at the same time, they could move their body, their facial expressions. They have 
full control as if they were possessing the individual in question. So Lorraine is like top-notch ghost talker. Okay. Um, Now, Ed and Lorraine met way back in 1944, and a year later, Ed was deployed. Unfortunately, four months after his deployment, his ship sank in the Atlantic. Oh, geez. So when it sank, he ended up having to go on leave, and him and Lorraine got married. Um, It was about a few years later when they had a daughter that they named Judy. Judy's still alive today and kind of runs their stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, around this time, Ed began art school. Yeah, I didn't... This is the part that got me. I had no idea about this. Okay, that's... He painted haunted houses and other <gasps> ghostly works. That's right. So... That is right. Yeah. In 1952, the couple set up pop-up stands to sell his paintings, and that same year they founded the New England Society of psychic research aka nesper so before i tell you a little bit more about their paintings and how it evolved into what they do i want to show you some of the paintings that i found that ed has done because i was a little surprised so there is this one here that's like a haunted barn house dark motif lots of reds and yellows like that is not the amityville house is it it might be. They painted some of the places they d- went to. There's this one. Ooh, and that there's, one's spooky. Yeah, there's like this ghostly figure and the moon is illuminating this building. Yeah. But honestly, the most disturbing one I've seen is his painting of a nun. <gasps> no, he did that. What? No. Isn't that gross? She's like... That's so... She looks dead and bloated, bloated and dis- that's like disturbing long dead that's disturbing like what i would imagine a murdered nun ghost would look <laughs> a like. murdered nun ghost yeah i don't want to see that one again no it's a it's a little creepy yeah but they would because he was painting all these creepy things and he started to sell his art on the road um they kind of realized that if they go to a house and they offer to paint the house people are a little more they, they let their guards down a little bit more. So mm-hmm. they'd go and they'd sit out there and he'd do a sketch of the house so that he could use for his paintings and they'd offer like a copy of the sketch to the owner so they could have their own. And at this point, it would kind of break the ice and they'd get to talk about the hauntings going on. Lorraine would kind of get to set foot in and feel out the spirits. So this became their sort of tactic hmm. until they got popular to get into people's homes and help them with their problems. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it wouldn't be, like, awkward, I guess. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, now, after this, they began their journey of solving over a hundred cases of paranormal activity. Oftentimes, it would be situations they'd walk in a home and they'd be like, there's actually nothing here. You're just a little unsettled, but we know them for a lot of big cases, like the Amityville Horror House, um, like Annabelle, and there was one other major one that I'm right on the tip of my head that I'm forgetting. But anyway, it wouldn't be until 1968 that they met Annabelle. Oh. Yeah. So this is... So they'd been doing it a while. They'd been doing it a while. Their name really had gotten out there, and at this point, they were... They are basically the Ghostbusters. Okay. Um, so Annabelle is a haunted doll, in case you didn't know. I may have heard of her. Yeah. You know, she had a movie. It was really good. Or, yeah, one yeah. or two or three. But I'd like to uh, bust some movie myths about her before I tell you her real story. Okay, cool. Yeah. So she is a Raggedy Ann doll, not a porcelain doll. Yes. And I honestly find her Raggedy Ann form more terrifying that i find the overdone porcelain doll in the movie correct yeah uh there was no husband who gifted this doll to his pregnant wife no babies were harmed with annabelle no (laughs) so don't stress about that get over it um and no satanic cultists ever attacked the doll's owners right okay yeah and annabelle never started a kitchen fire or any fire 
Okay. Yeah. Those are just some things they... Uh, embellished on. Embellished on. Because, albeit, as creepy as I find Annabelle's actually story, actual story, mm-hmm. in today's horror market, if they were to tell it as is, it wouldn't hit audiences the same way. If they told it back in the time that The Exorcist was, uh, like, wrote and performed... Uh-huh. It would have done better sticking to the original script, but Correct. we like the extra. <laughs> so they added a little salt for us. Okay. Yeah. So. Extra fries. Now to tell you Annabelle's tale. Okay. One day, a mother purchases a unique antique Raggedy Ann doll um, as a college present for her graduating daughter, Donna. Donna and her roommate Angie and loved it and put it on Donna's bed as a decoration. Uh, Donna had just graduated from nursing school, so she and her roommate were both nurses. Cool. Uh, after they put it up in their in their room, uh, days later they began to notice things starting to happen. Hmm. So at first it would change positions, you know, a little a little head tilt. You know, the, sure. the leg in a spot it wasn't before, the arms from going from its sides to its lap, that kind of thing. Okay. Subtle things, but things where it's like, that definitely didn't happen by accident after a while. Okay. Uh, then eventually it began to move from room to room, like even from the couch to their closed bedroom onto the bed. Ooh. Um, sometimes they even found it standing upright on its feet. I want to, I want to pause and talk about that for a second. So I had like a, a doll similar to a Raggedy Ann. I don't think it was actually a Raggedy Mm -hmm. Ann doll, but it was same concept. You got these flimsy ass legs sewn to this fabric, yeah, fabric body. mm -hmm. It's literally fabric with stuffing in it and all the joints are just stitched on there. So there's no, there's no structure inside. They didn't have like the tubing and stuff they do in some dolls today that help it stand or move. Oh, and yeah, okay. It, it, there is no way that even if like a person was trying to prank them by moving this doll around, there is no way this doll <coughs> could have stood upright on its feet physically. No, no. Period. No. The physics just isn't there. So so let's just put the maybe it was a home intruder a prank. Uh, no. No. It stood on its feet. We're past that. <laughs> it it's would, doing things that should be impossible or are <clears throat> impossible. I, I would be a little skeptical if I saw a doll shifted a little bit. Like I'd be creeped out, but I'd be like, okay, maybe I'm overreacting. Maybe someone bumped it. Maybe someone moved it. Maybe Great. a cat, you know. Yeah, granted I live with pets and kids so things move all the time sure and even from room to room i might suspect my husband playing a prank on me but the second i saw that thing standing on its feet it would be out of my house game game over game over sage the whole place burn everything start a new life yeah (laughs) (laughs) right like no joke but no they didn't not only could the doll move but she could write (sighs) I've heard this part. Yeah. About a month after the movement started, the girls would find messages in the handwriting of a child that read, help Lou or help us. That's not okay. Yeah. Lou is their friend who would visit a lot. And I believe he lived in the same apartment complex as well. And he had been there since before the doll even was introduced. And we'll get into more of him later. Okay. Uh, It wasn't for a while that the girls would ask for help. One night, Donna found the doll in her bed, which wasn't unusual as it moved around a lot. Okay. (laughs) But some... (laughs) Right. I might be a little concerned, but you know. At this point, they'd grown kind of blasé to that part of it. But something fell off in this particular instance. So she goes to inspect it and picks up the doll. And when she does, she finds this liquidy red substance she, as a graduated nurse, believes to be blood on its hands and chest coming from seemingly nowhere. So it's like oh my gosh. actively bleeding. bleeding. 
Now, okay, typically, a lot of when they whenever they talk about possessed or haunted items, and there is bleeding involved from something that presents as human, it's usually a mockery of Christ on the cross or Mary. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's so the. I'm just saying. So so it's clearly Ooh, that's a lot. Yeah, so it's clearly got some bad voodoo vibes. And at this point, they're like, hmm, maybe we should call for help. Maybe they should just, like, throw it in the trash or burn it or, you know, something other than leaving it in their in space. Their, in their house, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, at this point, they called a medium. And held a seance, because, you know, that's the Oh, smart. that's, yeah, that's the right that's, thing to do right that's there. That's exactly the right move. Yeah, I we, we need to... Listen, yeah. I don't even have a priest. I would call all the priests. <laughs> <laughs> Not just one. I would convert back to religion. <laughs> just to get this taken care of. Yeah. 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 For real. <laughs> there you go. Uh, the spirit, using the medium, announced that its name was Annabelle Higgins. She said she was seven when her body was found on the ground where their apartment building now stood. Ooh. So real young girl. Mm-hmm. Right? The medium then told the girls that Annabelle felt safe with them and that she wanted to be stayed and be loved. Um, Donna then gave her permission to inhabit the doll and stay with them. Oh, no. The last thing you are do mm. are supposed to do with any spirit, in case anyone doesn't know this, this is your PSA. If you do not want something around that's creepy, you don't give it permission. That's the one thing it needs. You don't. Period. And the thing is, is they tell you they're a child, but they usually aren't. And on the off chance you had a child, I still think the better decision is to help it move on to the next life. Oh, absolutely. I wouldn't want this poor seven-year-old stuck in a doll. I'd be like, go to whatever afterlife and go be go with your to mom. The light. Yeah. Yeah. That would be my approach if I really thought it was a child. Yeah. Not to give it permission to hang around in my house doing gobbledygook. Yeah. Like, yeah. No. So. Soon after this, they found out Annabelle had fooled them. Of course she had. So their friend named Lou, um, who was not fond of the doll, and had been telling Donna and Angie to get rid of it. It was evil. Get it out of here. Shouldn't okay, be he's doing got this. a brain. Yeah, Lou had a brain. Okay. Yeah. Uh, since they had got it, he had been having terrible nightmares. And a little while after Donna had granted Annabelle permission, he woke up from another one of these nightmares. Only this time it was different. He was all like shaken up. So he's looking around his room to see what's going on. And he looks down at his feet and he sees Annabelle there at his feet. And she sort of makes her way up his leg and his chest and then stops and straight up strangles him. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. He cannot move. He cannot breathe. He blacks out. When oh he wakes gosh. up in the morning, he is so sure he was not dreaming. Like, wow. so completely sure. And I think we can all agree. We know when we're awake. Oof. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so... At this point, he is determined to get rid of this doll. He wants to do whatever it takes to get it out of their apartment. He doesn't trust it. He doesn't right. want around He's them. like, it's dangerous. Whatever it is, it's malevolent. Yeah. So he ends up going over to their place because they're going to have a road trip or something soon. And he, he needed to talk with him about that anyway. Okay. And when he goes over there, they hear all this banging and clattering from the other room. It sounds like someone's tearing through all the drawers, throwing stuff away, like, and, and the girls are so scared. They're like, we think someone broke in. We think someone's in the apartment because Annabelle had never gone this far. So they're sure it's a burglar of some sort. And Lou, you know, being oh, man, man, being the man goes in, walks into the room and, and looks and not only is there nothing clattered about, nothing mm-hmm. amiss, the only thing he finds is fucking Annabelle. Oh! And he describes having felt something <sighs> behind him. Ooh. 
And he went to turn and see what it was because he thought it was the burglar or something, but he felt someone there. Uh-huh. So he turns around and collapses to the ground, grasping at his chest. <gasps> yeah. And so he finds his chest bleeding. What? He had seven distinct claw marks on his chest, three vertically and four horizontally. So like crisscross oh. pattern. Um, these wounds, as bloody as they were, would heal in two days. That's so weird. Yeah. If, if you were bleeding from your chest and you had seven claw marks, like if I get scratched by my cat once, the little scab is there for like a week. Yeah. I mean, generally speaking, And yeah. that's like a, a shallow-ish cut, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. So like... You know what I mean? That's weird. And I went, Okay. Yeah. So two days. Mm-hmm. Um, it's around this point when he comes out with a bleeding chest that Donna thinks this might not be a little girl. Oh, <laughs> now we're... Oh, it, 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 it had to result to drawing blood. Yeah, Lou had to come out of there bloody, bloody <laughs> for her to go, hmm, this may not be a little girl. Hmm. 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 Okay. All right. These two are smart cookies. <laughs> they then finally contacted a priest who thought they needed someone higher than him. And he went to a higher priest named Father, I think it's Kook or Coke, but it's spelled with two O's. So I'm going to go with Kook. Um, Cook. No, because it has an E at the end. I, I, I've. Cook? With yep. Any? Cook. Cook with an E shows up. <laughs> yeah, cook with an E. Okay, and, we'll go with that. And and immediately calls the warrants. He's like, they need to be in. Oh. Yeah. So the priest was the one that got him involved. Yeah. So they agreed immediately when they showed up that this was no little girl. Mm-hmm. And that the spirit didn't plan on staying attached to the doll. It was looking for a human host. Of course it was. First off, it moved to the doll. And ended up moving it around the house so that the girls would recognize that it was there. Mm-hmm. Then it used the medium to gain permission so that it could haunt the place. Mm-hmm. And then left the mark of the beast on Lou. So at this mm-hmm. point, they are sure it's a demon. Right. Because, I mean, that's like the steps of possession. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. They're like, this thing's not going to stop. We think They said there was like two or three weeks left, they thought, before this would become... <gasps> Yeah, so they were really far along in the process. In the possession pro- Oh, gosh. Yeah. Wow. They were not smart cookies. No. Um, so they quickly do an exorcism and cleansing of the house with uh, Father Cook with an E. Okay. <laughs> Rocket Father Cook with an E. Cook with an E. Uh, and then the Warrens decide to take the doll home with them. Now, Ed is a little skeptical. He thinks the doll may still have something attached to it. Ooh. So he says, we're not going to take the interstate. We're going to take the main road home. Okay. Or like the, the side road. The, the side road. The, okay. The, the untraveled path. Where they can go slower and just... Chill out. Yeah. On the way home, the car malfunctioned several times, um, losing power steering at every sharp turn, occasionally swerving into oncoming traffic, the brakes only working some of the time, so they weren't sure at which points they'd be able to stop or not. It got so bad that they pulled the car over, doused the whole thing in holy oil, and did the sign of the cross over it. Oh my gosh. After they did this, they drove home with no other problems. Wow. Had to soak the thing in holy water. I mean, that not that when you like tie the doll to the roof of the car and just don't let the doll in the car? <laughs> they had it in the back seat, Jenna. Oh, I could no. never. I could not have yeah, his creepy no. little eyes poking from the back. Yeah, no. no. Uh, uh, when they first got it to their house, they had it in the main house. And it was next to uh, Ed's desk. Mm-hmm. And... A number of times they said it would like levitate and then just fall and it would do that here and there. And they were like, whatever, levitate and fall. We're not going to acknowledge you. We're right. not giving you any sort of acknowledgement. Okay. Yeah. Um, soon after that, though, when it realized it wasn't being paid attention to, it began to move the doll from room to room. Oh. 
So they're like, no, we're not doing this. So they lock the doll in an outside building. Okay. And it shows up in Ed's like recliner. Oh, no. So. Yeah, no, I don't like that. During this time when they didn't have it locked up, uh, a clergyman had come over and was like talking about how God is stronger than all devils and like. Uh, you shouldn't be afraid of this thing. You know, if you are a man of God, it uh, has no talking. power over you. And he picks up the doll and he throws it and he says, you're just a doll. And Ed kind of like picks up the doll and puts it back on the chair. He's like, dude, I, I just wouldn't talk to it like that. You need to go like, uh-huh. I don't stop angering this thing in my house. Yeah. Sort of deal. This yeah. guy almost dies in a fatal car accident on the way home from that specific instance oh my gosh it is at this point they then lock annabelle in a special cage in what is now known as ed and lorraine's occult museum right but a few who have taunted her have still wound up dead oh in one instance a younger fellow was there with his friends youngerish and he was trying to show off for his girlfriend. So he sat there taunting it and be like, you can cut me if you're actually real. Cut me. You don't have anything. Uh, like, look at me. Uh, I'm a big man. Hauntings don't exist. Yeah. They died on their motorcycle on the way home. Oh, gosh. Oh. So. Okay. I would not mess with Annabelle. Yeah. No, period. let's just not do that. I have some pictures. So this is Annabelle. With a younger girl. Now, this Raggedy Ann doll is big. She's next to like a five or six year old. And she's basically the same size as her. Yeah. So don't think of like a little doll. Don't Can think of. Can you imagine that thing standing? <gasps> like in the hallway or something. Or just like you walk into a room and it's just there standing. Yeah. <gasps> oh, that's creepy. Yeah. They're, they're dressed the same. Why are they dressed the I same? Know. I don't know. That. That's not okay. That's not this, okay. This like is that. Ed and Lorraine. Yep. If, if you didn't know what they look like. Yep. They're not as handsome as they were in the movies. Nope. This is Lorraine on the day that they brought Annabelle home with Annabelle in her hands. This picture is actually pretty popular. Still That's huge. That's creepy. Yeah, and it is huge. And it then is huge. this is her in her cage. She has a cross on the top of the cage and a warning that says, warning, positively do not open. And I believe what I have heard is that they basically have someone come and bless that space like weekly or monthly or something like that. I've heard that that too. And I've actually heard that they they would have a priest that would come, like you said, and actually like seal that box, like Mm -hmm. do a prayer or something and say, you are sealed here. You can't leave, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. This is one instance where I would not ever want to break the glass. That's almost like a Dybbuk box. (gasps) Oh. But worse, you can see what's inside. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's almost worse to have the, the evil thing taunting oh, you. Yeah. Uh, it, it's not okay. No, not I, okay. I don't like Annabelle. And as interested as I am into going into Ed and Lorraine's occult museum, I will be going with like sage, garlic, uh, crystals, crystals, uh, yeah, holy water, holy water. All over me. I will come looking like I just got out of the shower. Yeah. No. I'm not dragging any bit of that back home with me. Because mm-hmm. I really do believe, whether it be biblical in the sense of demons and shit. Yeah. Or whether it just be bad energies that have clung onto that and become manifest in some form. Right. Not for me. No. 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 Thanks no. very much. No. Anyway, I heard you might know about Annabelle's friend and we're wanting to tell us about him today. So this is why we're having a doll tea, a creepy doll teas, because we got two. It's a twofer, two creepy dolls. So Annabelle is obviously iconic. Yeah. And known to be possessed or a possessed item. Yeah. After after the movies came out, she became an overnight sensation. Right. Yeah. Right. So my creepy doll has actually been around um for a lot longer a lot longer have you heard of robert the doll i've heard the name but honestly i know nothing about robert oh this is gonna be fun i think there might be a movie based on him too 
we'll circle back. Okay. Yeah. But but I literally, I haven't watched any films or done anything. All I know is that he's kept in a museum somewhere. Yes. Okay. Yes. Cool. Okay. So we're going to start at the very beginning with Robert the Doll. So Robert the Doll is a one-of-a-kind handmade doll by the Steiff Company of Germany. Oh, wow. Circa 1900. Oh. Yes. Okay. And because I had to go down the rabbit hole, I had to look into the company Ooh, that, that, that made. Tell me about this Robert the wonderful, doll. terrible company that I will never buy dolls from. So the company was founded on March 3rd in 1893 by Margaret Steiff, who was a seamstress. Oh, okay. And she started out making animals. Okay, like stuffed bears, that kind of thing? Yes. All right. In fact, elephants were her first. Oh. And the thing was, is she actually made the elephant as a pincushion for seamstresses out of like yeah. felt. That's some Pinterest type stuff right, right? there. I but would buy that. But then she found out that like kids loved it and loved playing with it as a toy. And so she's like, I should make some yes. more. Yep. So she started making other animals. Um, she designed and made most of the prototypes herself. Um, she did make dolls at what? some point. Like just classic dolls. Well, same type of same type of construction. So it was felt um, and stuffed with straw. Some right. of some of the animals were stuffed with like a uh I'm getting ahead of myself. No, you're Kay. good, you're good. But 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 soft dolls. Yes, okay. yes, like fabric, fabric doll, not porcelain. Cool. So um they when she first started to make them, they had a characteristic seam either down the center of the face or horizontally like where the eyes were you know what that makes sense you gotta have some way to shape the head so that's yeah and and back then they didn't they didn't have press molds or other things to to shape those and so they used seams yeah um and robert definitely has this characteristic he has like a center seam oh yeah yeah uh other indicators uh that he was an early uh production stifedall was um, ears that are sewn on and movable. Oh. So it's like she didn't sew them on completely. It was like they're tacked on the top and tacked on the bottom so that they can kind of like flop. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Probably how she did the elephant ears, I would assume. Yes. And um, the eyes are not um, in the face, but on the face. Right. So that was another kind of telltale. And um, they believed that it was made 1904 okay so super early 1900s but 1904 is definitely when the history of robert the doll started okay yeah so backstory or the beginning of robert the doll so a young boy named robert eugene otto was given the handmade doll by a servant this is one variation we're going to circle okay. back, but um, that worked for his parents. Eugene, or Jean, named the doll Robert. Okay. So he went by, you know, Eugene or Jean, and he named his doll Robert. Okay. Um, the, the other origin story, I guess, is that his grandfather gave him the doll after a trip to Germany. And it was known that his family were German immigrants. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think one reason that the servant was brought into the story storyline is because the servant was Bohemian or from the Bahamas. Oh, okay. So, um, and said to have practiced black magic. I see. Of course. So so probably one of those things, maybe even the family started to be like, oh, we'll blame it on the servant. Right, right, right. Right. So um, some stories say that she was mistreated by Jean's parents, so that is why she gave him a cursed doll to get her revenge. However, I think the grandfather story is very much more likely because they were a wealthy family and they were 
traveling back and forth to Germany. And and a one-of-a-kind doll sounds like something exactly. a wealthy family would commission for their son. Oh, exactly. Yeah. A servant might make a doll and give it to the... But buying a one-of-a-kind yeah. doll from someone who has to hand make them could not have been cheap Yeah, in a whole other country. Yeah. yeah. No. I think I think the grandfather story is very, very plausible. I agree. And um, I'll circle back to my thoughts about the servant, too. Okay. Mm. So Gene loved the doll that he got at age four. Oh. Some similarities with this doll to Annabelle. The doll was close to his own size. Oh. It was about 40 inches. So that's like three and a half feet tall. Why these big dolls? That's creepy. I don't want a doll that could take me. You know what I mean? Like, I want one that's two feet. No, not even. It's got to be like a foot tall and I fight the tiny thing and like punted yeah. across the yard yeah 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 okay anyway so um again cloth dolls stuffed with straw or in some stories it says a wood wool mixture okay yeah 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 but i think straw is more accurate to the time i guess if we really wanted to risk getting possessed we could go cut robert open and find out yeah <laughs> so um We'll we'll circle back to that too. So the doll had its own um, animal that came with it. Some people oh. some people call it a dog. Some call it a lion. Some have even said it looks like a bear. And bears were really popular during that time. So he I don't a, know. He it's, had a pet. Yeah, the doll had its own pet. That that sounds like something a seamstress would do when she's making. And it. they they. Know that he is now dressed in a sailor suit, but some researchers think that he could have started out dressed as a jester or a clown. Oh. Yeah. That's worse. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Gene was very attached to the doll, so attached to the doll that he built him his own room with toys and tiny furniture and other things yeah so not only was gene you know gina take the doll everywhere Uh. but strange things started to happen around the house and when the strange things started to happen uh gene's catchphrase was robert did it which is apparent hearing it's like, oh, sure, Robert did it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You give him in his own room, you must believe he's real. So obviously he did all the bad things you don't want to take credit for. Well, one incident when Gene was 10 years old, uh, he woke in the middle of the night to find the doll sitting on the end of the bed. Why? <laughs> he started screaming for his mom. She ran to his room and found the door locked. And while trying to get the door open, she could hear Gene crying and crashing furniture. And Gene was begging for help. You know, Mom, get in here. Help me. Help me. Um, When she finally got the door open, little Gene was curled up in fear on his bed and the room was in shambles. But the doll was still sitting on the foot of the bed. Yeah. Me no likey. Poor kid. That's traumatizing for an adult, but child? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So some think that Gene was just a naughty kid and blamed the doll for his bad behavior, usually when something mysterious, strange, or destructive would happen. Okay. Sure. All right. But why scream, help me, the whole time? Yeah. Most kids, when they're doing naughty stuff, even older kids, Mm -hmm. they're quiet. And they, and they make their mess and they do whatever. I, I've seen my kid trash his room when yeah. he's had a tantrum. He, he'll get all quiet. I'll come in. The room's a disaster. Mm-hmm. He doesn't scream, help me. Yeah. That's. So. so I'm going to catch him in the act if I run in. Right. Right. And and here's another, um, the, just a piece of information I found. Gene was the youngest of four children. Obviously wealthy parents. They lived in a really big house, big enough house that they had to have servants. And um, this was in um, Florida. Okay. Key West, to be precise. Okay. All right. All right. So um, the weird things just kept getting weirder. 
Yeah. Gene's parents would often hear him talking to the doll while upstairs. But then they started to hear responses. No. In a different voice. No. Yes. In the trash, in the ocean, to the sharks, give it to the gators, done. (laughs) Yep. They reported hearing the doll speak and seeing facial expressions change. Yes. Yes. No. 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 Is It's... No. Okay, there are so many similarities in this story with Annabelle. It really is interesting. Okay. So, uh, giggling and sounds coming from the doll, as well as seeing the doll running up the stairs or appearing in windows. Running up the stairs is a lot for me, too. Again, not something that someone could make the doll do. Now, there was a period of time where Gene left home. He went to school. He went to art school. He actually traveled to Paris to study art, and that's where he met his wife. Okay. Um, She was actually an American there studying music as well. And so... um, they moved back to the States and were living in, like, Massachusetts. Okay. Okay. And then Gene's parents died. And Gene decided he wanted his old house back. The one with the doll in it? Yeah. The so one like where his for, doll for has years. its own little room? Yeah, for years. We're talking probably at least in the time frame that I saw between six and ten years. He had no contact with Robert the doll, right? Probably forgot him mostly. Right? But when Gene's parents died, he moved back into his childhood home with his wife and proceeded to pick up his relationship with Robert right where it left off. Talking to it? Oh, yeah. It talking back? He would talk to it. He'd have it sit at the table during dinner. Um, this is not something a grown adult should do ever. Right. Right. Uh, Jean's wife, Annette, detested the doll. Yeah. 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 She thought it... Um, so even though he was taking the doll everywhere and and Annette got so tired of the doll, she actually banished the doll to the attic and said, nope, he's locked in a trunk in the attic. I respect that. <laughs> so so what what started happening after they banished Robert? Footsteps everywhere. Oh, this really made him mad. They started hearing stomping in the attic and other noises, things moving. And then Robert started to be seen in the window by school kids passing by. Oh my god. Um yeah, they claimed that the doll would, like, terrorize, like, f- like watch them as they were walking by. Ugh. And. I got shivers uh, just then. Oh, my God. And he, even though he was locked upstairs, he started to appear downstairs. Why so, can they get through the locks? I don't know. I get why the spirit can. I do. I, I don't get why they can pull don't, the physical thing yeah, through the I lock. don't get it. I don't get it. I hate it. <laughs> so Gene finally said, okay, fine. I'm going to put him in my art studio. Put him in a chair by the window in my studio so he could just paint and talk to the doll. No, that's not healthy. I know. Okay. But he did that until his death in 1974. Yeah. Yeah. I hope his wife left him. He he talked to the doll until then. So uh, um, one story, wa- uh, one story, there's a lot of conflicting parts, but one story said she ended up in a mental asylum. I don't think, I mean, I don't think that's accurate, but they didn't have any kids oh, that good. I could find. Good. Um, the, another part of the story is she sold um, the home to a friend of hers. Okay. And the friend moved in. And she found Robert in the attic and just started putting him, you know, put him on the, 
chairs, you know. And at first, nothing really, you know, happened. But then the doll started moving again. Visitors would say the facial expressions would change. Mm. Um, so the new the new owner of the house was Myrtle Reuter. Reuter. And um, this is so well documented. It, it's fabulous. But like I said, some of the pieces are, are a little bit conflicting. Right. But, but Myrtle Reuter did own the house um, from 1974 to 1994. So, so for 20 years. She was with that doll. Yeah. Whether she knew it or not. No, she knew it. Oh. She knew she was with the doll. And visitors also started, her visitors started to notice that the doll would appear and disappear at will. No. They also said that if they talked ill of Jean or said anything bad about Jean, the original owner, that Robert Robert's already creepy face would appear to change before their eyes. Yeah. Like, don't talk da- bad about my friend. Like- don't. Yeah. That was my dad. Shut up. Oh. Uh, yeah. 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 So. And this is what I don't understand. It took 20 years. 20 years. And she actually moved and took Robert with her to a no, new house. Why? I know. Why? I know. Why? She she moved. She took Robert with her to a new house. So maybe she just thought the house itself was haunted. And, and after 20 years, she decided to move. I wouldn't have I don't chanced know. it with any item from the house either, though. You right. know what I mean? Right. <sighs> I know. I know. It's, it's just comical, right? People in the 70s were dumb. <laughs> it is. So I'm going to show you. So here's a picture of. The house now, it's called the Artist's House, and it's actually an Airbnb. It's pretty. I'll give it that. Yeah. But. Oh. And they and they said that this turret room was where the studio was. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm. So that's the house. I mean, so, it'd be a beautiful place to paint and a beautiful oh, place sure. to live. But. Yeah. Key West. Oh, hell yeah. So um, Myrtle, when she took the doll to the new house. She just thought, oh, I'll just sit him out on the porch on a swing and it'll be fine. No, weird shit started happening again. So she somehow, I don't, she donated it to the Historical Society, knowing that it was an old doll. And that Historical Society put it into the Fort East Martello Museum in Key West, Florida. So that's how Robert the doll got to a museum. Oh, my God. She actually donated the doll. But she actually said that when she donated it, this doll does weird things, moves on its own. It's haunted. Yeah. So the curators really didn't think much of it at at that time. They were like, okay, yeah, right, whatever. So I'm going to show you a picture now, finally, of Robert the doll. And and his little pet. Kind of looks like. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. I don't think bear. I think lion or dog. But yeah. what is up? May I? Yeah. What on earth? His face. Okay, so his eyes are like plain black. Yep. He's got eyebrows, um, and his mouth is it's just a, a strange weird thin line. Well, it's it's open. It, yeah. He's got like kind of like an open mouth. Yeah. The way it's stitched. Yeah. And his nose is non-existent. Oh. It's like a Voldemort nose. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when he was first donated to the museum, they actually just put him in storage. Not smart. But then they started noticing that he would move a little bit. So they're like, oh, okay. Well, one of the ghost tours in town found out about the doll and started bringing people to the museum for the purpose of seeing it by invitation to see the doll. So they, they didn't have it on display. They still had it in storage, but they'd bring the doll out and let people look at it. Well, the ghost tours got more famous and Robert got more famous. So they put him in a display case. Mm. So they didn't have to keep getting him out. 
Right. I mean, that's fair, but. So, um, I'm, I'm going to hold off on showing you mm. this picture. The other thing is, is that, you know how I said he wore a, he wears a sailor suit, but yeah. they, they thought that, you know, he was, was originally a clown. They actually believe that the sailor suit was owned by Gene. That tracks. And he put it on the doll. And this is an actual picture of Gene. Of Gene wearing the sailor suit. If Gene got bigger and he loved wearing that sailor suit around the Uh doll, I could totally see him being like, this is my old outfit. You're going to wear it now. Yep. It's for you. Mm. Because you're my friend. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. So that's um, the same outfit, though. That's for sure. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. So once they put him in the glass case in the museum, uh, he sits in a little chair in the glass case. And the staff claim he has been found in different positions within his case. They hear footsteps at night with no explanation. They also say his facial expressions have been known to change from neutral to nasty in the blink of an eye. They've also heard demonic giggling. And in one story, they actually said he even put his hand up to the glass. Like he was... Yeah. No. Mm -mm. Like, I'm tired of being in the box. Let me out of the box. Let me out of the box. Yeah. But here's the thing. He gets so much attention being in the museum. People come and see him. He loves it. He loves the attention. He feeds off the energy. Exactly. All he wanted with the other two, it seems like, is for them to have their full attention on him. Yep. Yep. So here's the thing. Visitors to the museum, because they've noticed over the years that weird things happen with Robert. So they ask visitors, specifically ask and tell visitors, be polite approach him um politely um uh be respectful introduce yourself tell him where you are from and ask permission before you take a photo of him and then thank him for letting you take the photo very specific but permission to take his picture is extremely specific like they're like that is like their hard fast rule if you do not ask robert if you can take his picture bad juju will happen to you Uh. so the walls around his display case are littered with letters from visitors apologizing for their behavior when at the museum oh no Yes. Don't take your kids to that museum. No. They ask for forgiveness at um uh, for treating the doll as badly. Um for treating the doll badly and it's said to lead if you treat him badly, it's said to lead to misfortune, accidents, broken bones, oh. breaks breakups, divorces, death disease and like losing your job like any horrific like event a curse yeah oh exactly exactly i don't want to meet him exactly i don't want to meet him so um so here's my here's my theory we're gonna go back to the servant okay so here's my theory i think that robert the doll was just a doll gifted to him by his gifted grandfather. to him by his grandfather now Somebody invited something into that doll. Now, see, if the servant didn't like the little boy, didn't like the family, and saw how attached the little boy was to the doll, that would make sense. Yep. And that's what I believe happened. I believe that someone cursed that doll for some reason or another. Invited something. Invited something into it. Mm. Because it literally mimics the whole Annabelle. It wouldn't hurt people necessarily, but it would just do, it would, 
It sounds like a temperamental child. It does, but at the same time, it's like... It wants... It's still... It would still escalate. Yeah. It would yeah, still... Yeah, yeah. And the fact that it can change its face... <sighs> just drives me nuts. I don't like that. No, I don't like it either. But that's my thought. That's yeah, my theory. I, that's my I thought. I agree. So there are several movies based on Robert the Doll. Okay, okay. I, I have not seen any of them, and I'm actually surprised because I'm yeah pretty into spooky shit. Um, 2015, there was Robert the Doll. Haven't seen that. 20, the, 2016, there is The Curse of Robert the Doll. Oh my gosh. 2017, The Toy Maker. 2018, The Revenge of Robert the Doll. Ooh. And 2019, Robert Reborn. Do I hear a movie marathon? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so I good. think I'm going to have to get into that. I'm down for that. So, um, so after that, I really wanted to look up a story of like the misfortune that happens. To people. Yeah, and, and I mean, there's some people that have said, you know, obviously like really, really bad things happen. And here's, here's the picture that I held off showing you. So here's a close up of his face and you can see all the letters posted. Oh my gosh. Around the room. Yeah. And his face looks like that because it was, it's like the wool, the felt. is slowly wearing away. Yeah. And, and they actually said, the museum says they take him out of the case once a year. Okay. And they actually had someone that just identified themselves as a fan of Robert donate a UV lighted hermetically like climate controlled case for the doll from yeah to keep it from degrading because those spots on his face are kind of like moths like I would think they would be like I moth mean, spots cool that we're like participating in preserving something but there's other things that i think are more worth it sure <laughs> i'm just glad he can't get out so i mean if that uv light hermetically sealed environment keeps him nice and cozy perfect what if there's an earthquake or a hurricane hurricane or something and it busts him out yeah i would be a little nervous I would be a little nervous. Right? Okay. So I did find some, I did find yeah. one quick story. Go for it. One quick story. So um, uh, uh, this was a visitor, like a trip advisor visitor. They oh, okay. left a trip advisor note. Right. For the museum. Um, visitor Howard RK didn't ask permission to take a picture of Robert. He wrote... As I snapped the picture, I looked at my camera and it said no images. All 50 plus pictures that I had taken in Key West were suddenly gone. So that was the first thing. Okay. Second thing, and this was like, I think the article is 2009 or the post was like 2009. So before like digital phone cameras got really good. Yeah. So he probably was using like a digital camera, right? Right, right, right. Um, we went parasailing the next day. The boat captain took a video of us in the air. We got back home and the disc was completely blank. We took it to a specialty shop to see if they could figure out how to retrieve the images or to find out why. And they couldn't explain it. Um, I have also been hearing some strange noises during the night since I've been home. Oh, to all who read this, please listen to the nice lady at the front desk at the museum. Ask Robert's permission if you want to take his picture. And that's it. <laughs> oh, my God. So he, he literally, yeah, these, I... are, these are skeptical people. And then the next thing you know, they're writing. And some have said, I'm writing to apologize to hopefully, like, break this curse. Right. They literally feel like they've been cursed. I wonder if his behavior got increasingly worse during the period of COVID where everyone was kind of shut out of businesses. Ooh. Like, I'd be interested to know that. That would be interesting to know. Yeah. Like, where he couldn't have as many visitors yeah. if he, like, started to, like, because to the doll, or... just like, 
he doesn't know that COVID happened. People, he just knows no one's visiting me anymore. But but if it's a demon trapped in there, he would be equally just pissed. Well, yeah, but I'm saying like whatever it is, wouldn't know outside world. Yeah, the outside, yeah. They're in their own little box. Yeah. Their own little bubble. They have no idea. Their own little glass display case. (laughs) They didn't know about COVID. That would be interesting to know. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay, so would you tea? Well, hold on. Okay, okay. Um, I just need to go over my references because there is tons of stuff out there about Robert the Doll. So uh, robertthedoll.org, ghostsandgravestones.com, historichouston1836.com, artisthousekeywest.com, hauntedrooms.co.uk, horrorobsessive.com, and thenewyorkpost.com. So yeah, I mean, the, tons of information out there. You can look up his, you know, like his family and th- there's just a lot of information. And so um, would I tea with Annabelle or Robert the Doll? Mm, as long as they were in their cases. <laughs> I am not getting them out and putting them in a chair and handing them a cuppa. I will sit outside their little safety cubicle glass partition and i will have a cuppa and maybe try a conversation i still don't even know if i'd actually want to go face off with them especially with what i'm hearing about robert can you imagine pulling even sitting a table up next to him to have a cup of tea next to him or something what if you got offended that he didn't get a cup of tea or what if you got offended that your manners were weren't the manners that he wanted you to have that's right like he sounds like he's so specific. So if you're not like pinky up, perfect manners, perfect posture, what if you're Ooh. pissing him off? Like, I don't want to risk that. Annabelle seems like she might be chill as long as I don't insult her, but she also seems like she might murder me in my sleep. So I don't really want to deal with her. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a no. 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 Either way. No. In a case, out of a case. No. In a box. It's like saying, do you want to have tea with demons? Green no. eggs and ham. No. no. Okay. No. Okay. No. All right. It's not for me. Well, I I would if if they were still in their cases. I might put holy water in their tea. Ooh. <laughs> I wonder if anybody's tried to holy water Robert's case. Hmm. Or Robert's. Robert himself. Yeah. Hmm. That'd be interesting to or know. Or even exercise him. Right. To be honest. Or maybe he's such a an attraction that the, it generates revenue for the museum. Yeah, so, so they're they like, don't we don't care. You. We don't care. I would not work there. Possessed all, we don't care. So apparently, <laughs> I didn't mention this before, but I just remembered. So when it was, when you had to see Robert by appointment, uh, uh, apparently some of the workers would be like, oh, you have to come back on this day to see him. And it would be a day when they weren't working so they didn't have to handle him (laughs) or they'd say um i can't do it but so and so can and they'd pawn it off to another co-worker getting told the bathroom's dirty at work yes and you don't want to be the one to do yes (laughs) so they would they would literally be like like, oh you can't see him today but you can come back in two days when jan's working i'm afraid the robert wrangler is not here today yeah yeah same. Isn't that crazy? No, I would do the same thing. Okay, all right, fair. <laughs> fair, 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 fair. Okay, so verdict is I would tea in their cases. You, you're you not going to no. creepy doll tea. No. And there you have it, folks. Wow. I love Two that. Two creepy doll stories. That's freaking cool. I'm going to watch some movies. Dun, dun, dun. Well, I if, know. If you guys have creepy dolls creepy doll stories or have seen either of these dolls in their museum Ooh, cases. yes please please let us know yeah uh hit us up uh info at steepedmystery.com to email us or you can just find us on facebook or instagram yep send us those stories folks we'd be happy to share them with everybody and give you a shout so um don't forget to like share follow subscribe all the youtuber vtuber blah 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 good stuff yeah <laughs> give us give us stars and kittens stars and kittens yay otherwise i'll tell robert you're rude 
that is like such a threat, Amanda. You just went. You just went a whole another level. I went zero to a hundred real fast. I won't actually <sighs> do that, but you still should. <laughs> okay. All right, listeners. We'll see you next time. All right. Bye. Bye.